Yo, yo, yo. Yo. G over there double cupped up. Nigga, it's one cup. It's a drink. <laughs> double cup. Got the piccolo and Goku in this boy. Where did you get this cup from? Uh, India brought it for me. Oh, girlfriend brought it for me. Bleep that. Edit that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, edit that. Uh, the girlfriend brought it for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So when I first opened it, so it was on the kitchen counter. And uh, when I first opened it, it was it was just, it was some... Dragon Ball Z uh, chopsticks, mm-hmm. and then it was uh, it was the cup, and it just I just saw the Goku on the front, so I was like, man, I ain't really the biggest fan of Goku. But then, like when I turned that joint around, I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, I, I I was too hyped, I was too hyped. So I uh, I thoroughly I told her how much I love that cup. Like oh, this this is a cool cup. I would definitely drink juice out of this. I know, right? I I think that's my go to. Like, well, today I went. She brought me a, a Zelda mug too. Mm-hmm. So like it got like the the Triforce and Hyrule symbol on it or whatever. So uh, I drink out of that a lot. Like when I'm drinking like my like my orange juice and my healthy stuff, I drink out of that. But for the most part, that's my go-to cup. Like that, nah, my Dragon Ball Z glass. It's a quality cup. Quality yes, cup. Yes, man. Um, welcome to episode six. Six of the Block six. Talk podcast, man. Yo, episode y'all got this heat blasting. Let me turn it down. I'll turn it down. Give me a second. Yo. <laughs> All right, for sure. Thanks for that. Yeah, no problem. You know, man. I'm drinking liquor and junk. It's hot. Yeah, and you right near the vent. I, so. I will be yeah, right near the, the vent. I got, on, <laughs> I got on pants, man. Yeah, you right near a vent. Man. But yeah, man, this is episode six of the Block Talk podcast, Block man. Talk. Welcome back. Welcome back. Black. Y'all know what y'all tuned into. Y'all tuned into... The motherfucking greatest podcast. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Hey, episode so, six. I had my Outcast Appreciation Day today. Like I, I saw d- that. I just stumbled upon it, right? right. Because uh, uh, it, it started with uh, Spaceships came on by Kanye West on Kind of Dropout. Oh yeah, and then classic, classic. And I talked, to, I told uh, girlfriend about how much I, how much me. My little brother Burrell and my cousin Ty, we all love that song. It's a good song. It's a great song. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then it spun out to something else. Oh, um, International Player Something came on right behind oh, it. Oh, God. And I was like, oh. Nigga, you was jamming for a minute, boy. Yeah, yeah. I was vibing. For that moment, I knew the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so nobody then, was around the witness, huh? Man. So then, so then I was like, man, I'm in, I'm in the real, like, Three thousand moves, so I just put on some three thousand for a minute. But then I was like, you, you can't have three thousand without Big Boy. Like that's just not fair. Mm-hmm. So I just put on like a whole, uh, a whole Outcast playlist, and I just I bobbed out for for a minute. Like, and she she was in her office playing her Sims. She had the door open. I had my I was in here cleaning my office, and we, we working. And it was, it was good, man. It was Aww. good. She was she was she got a taste of my. Of the Southern playlistic music. Hey, <laughs> so, what's up? Yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. Then we went off into for this moment. I actually knew the vibes. How did it feel to know the vibes? It felt amazing because <laughs> so like so. I don't know if you knew or not, but the guy. So a lot of the guys from the Dungeon Family that like started with uh, Andre Three Thousand, Goody Mob, and them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's three producers or three musicians in that group that uh, or they. They did like majority of the beats and stuff, but they became a group within themselves called Organized Noise. Mm. And Organized Noise um, spin out and made Waterfalls for TLC. Oh. And then it's actually a, 
it's a song on, or I don't want to say it's a song, but it's it's a some guy doing some poetry, some spoken word on. I forgot the name of the Outcast album, but it's called it's the name of the song is Thirteenth Floor, and he's doing like some spoken word, and it sound the beat sounds just like Waterfalls. So every time I hear it, I have to go play Waterfalls or whatever because they made that song too. So then from there, I played a bunch of TLC. Then we got this some music, Soul Child. Mm. It was a vibe, yo. Like, yo, this nigga probably had the vibe. Congratulations. Yo, yes. It was it, it was great. Mm. Thoroughly enjoyed it, man. I'm glad you got to feel the vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, but you then, acting totally different. <laughs> but we, I ended up turning it off because I had to play my little, I played my little game at least once a day. So had to cut it off. Your game? Uh, yeah, I, uh, I played this. This game called Mobile Legends. Oh, yeah. your mobile. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I nigga, you got it. a whole Xbox One in there. I man, and I just don't play it. And this nigga had to sit here and play Mobile Legends. Hey, man, I'm, I'm a simple man. Simple man, but, simple ass. But you know, we actually got a video game thing going on later today, though. That segue. Yeah. Look at that segue. 30. <laughs> that boy's shooting. Man, that boy's Yo, shooting. Yo, I do this. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, so me and Bob, we got the, um, we got the, um, it's a, it's a basketball challenge. So I hit Bobby up. I'm like, yo, who do you think are the greatest players of the millennium? So that's the year 2000 and after. If they had their prime in the years 2000 or after, they are eligible. And that's 2000. I'm going to say after. I mean, going towards now, not mm-hmm. the other way like this nigga thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I went backwards. Yeah, this nigga went to like 99. But anyway, <laughs> so, so uh, Bob, do you know your team by heart? Yeah, I got my, so my team off off jump, if you know me, I, I had to pick KD. I picked KD. I picked KG. I picked um, Dwight Howard. I picked Chris Paul. And I picked Melo. That was that was my squad. Nah, it, I picked my squad. Like, like this is retroactively picking my squad because. You know what do you mean retroactively, nigga? You could pick anybody you want. Yeah, but I like you had already picked yours, and then we was on a, a miscommunication. So I mean, you already had your people. I was like, well, okay, I'll just get these to make it easier because I didn't want to go through the whole drafting thing. Would you have picked people that I had on my team on your team? I definitely would have picked Kobe. I'll trade you, Kobe. I, I don't. I don't know because I already Kobe Femello. Or mm-hmm. who who would you want? Uh, well, na- name name your squad first. So my squad is I have Steve Nash, I got Dirk, I got LeBron, I got Shaq, and I got Kobe. Nigga, he got he got it he got it on paper. His his team looks really good. Like. Like that on paper, you there's no beating that team on paper. So no, see, see, there you go, there you go. Always trying to, there is no beating that team. So I'll, I'll get who. So if you go, if, if I give you Kobe, who do you drop? Only person I'm willing to drop is probably like Melo. But so do you want Kobe? I'll give you Kobe if you drop Melo. No, 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 it's fine. No, it's make fine. your best team, fam. No, it's make fine. your best team. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's no, fine. I see, oh, see, there's no, there's no beating this team on paper. No, 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 it's it's fine. I'm I'm willing to live in doubt by the team I pick. So the way we're going to conduct this is because if me and Bobby played against each other, it would not be fair. I At do all. I do this. He doesn't. At all. So what we're going to do? We're going to take our players to uh, street ball teams, five v five, up to twenty one. NBA 2K21 on the PlayStation 5, all right? 
And uh, we're going to let the computers battle it out. We're going to commentate over it. And we're going to upload that separately for y'all to watch to see who put the better team together. Because I think it was my team because who's fuck, who's fucking with Steve Nash? Like Chris, Steve Nash? Chris two, Paul will eat two, him. Two-time MVP? Chris Paul will eat him. Look. Chris Paul will no. eat him. Everybody, see, we all know this. See, people, people hype on Steph. But what niggas don't know is Steve Nash was Steph before Steph was Steph. Steph, Steve, mm. Steve, Steve Nash didn't just Steve Nash didn't shoot a lot because that was his that wasn't his game. But when mm. he shot, he was accurate. If we had the intern here, I would have him look up the numbers. Oh but yeah, he, yeah, 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 yeah. Part of part of glass for the intern. He ain't dead. He just not here. <laughs> just you know, but, um, say prayers for him. But uh, Steve Nash, goaded two time MVP. We got Shaq, nigga Shaq. Yeah. Dirk, Shaq, nigga Shaq is, Dirk. KG go eat him. You think? Well, KG I, I would. Go. KG go eat him. I, I think I think so. Only two people I'm worried about. But I'm only worried about. I'm worried about Shaq, Kobe, and Brown. Cause see, this is and this is what I'm thinking. Cause I don't know how the game is going to conduct it. But if they have K, not KG, if they have Kobe and Dirk run that pick and roll between Melo and KG, I I I think you might have a tough time. We'll see. We'll see. But but anyway, that's what we got planned. That's what we got going on. So we're gonna upload that uh sometime this sometime this week. Uh I don't know if it'll be before or after this podcast. Is that gonna be a YouTube exclusive to get those to get that scratch all going? Yeah, no, definitely. There's gonna be a YouTube exclusive. So many y'all to go on YouTube and check that out. All right, most definitely. Remember, Block Talk Podcast. We need that fifteen hundred subscribers. One five zero zero. So make sure y'all head over there, check us out, all right? Yeah. All right, man. What what's up first first up on the docket, man? Man, what's first on the docket? First thing we got on the docket, dog. Is uh, I want to ask, are there any misconceptions you had about growing up that you realized like, oh, it's not like that? Like something you thought you think you thought things were gonna be a certain way, but as you grew up, you realize it's not like really good like or bad. That. Both, both. Like, cause you know, of course, me, mine is completely silly and not grounded in reality. <laughs> I mean, but um, uh, it depends. I think I. Th- I think maintaining a car was probably easier in my head. <laughs> maintaining a car yeah. was a lot easier in my head. Yeah, you say that. And like, because like insurance hits you. Then like, especially for those of pe- the people that got their car young, like you paying crazy amounts of money, especially if you live in Detroit. Oh, yeah. Like you but got, I don't think nobody in Detroit keeps their insurance in Detroit. Yeah, let's be, let's be, let's be honest. Keep it up. So, I mean, and then if you, like, you just get the fake insurance on, on some well. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I definitely think maintaining the car was like, in my head, was way easier than it actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, way, it's bigger than, bigger, much bigger of a responsibility than I thought. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I really can't really think. Yours is so solid and profound, and I'm just, and I just got, and, I, and bro, and I just got fuckery, bro. I just got fuckery. Okay, then, so look, okay. I, didn't have, I didn't have this liquor that she made. I kind of need another one. So look, so uh, call, uh, call her see if she can make me know. <laughs> so my girlfriend said, if I keep acting up, I can't come to the block no more. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm totally oh, joking. I'm about to say, what did you, what did you say? I'm joking. I'm joking. You did, joking. You, you did no, kinda, you last, did. I was wild last episode. I was. You was wild, wild last episode. <laughs> I was shooting last episode. This is All Star Weekend. Oh my god! No, I'm telling you, I was just riding the bench last episode. <laughs> I was like, this nigga, this nigga shooting. I'm letting him shoot though. Like <laughs> he making it. He, <laughs> like he making it. Nah. Dubs, dubs a dub. Nah, nah, yeah, but 
But yeah, I was like, I, I gotta reel it back. I gotta reel it back just a little bit, just a little bit. So you know, but yeah, yeah. But no, like just off, just off the cuff. That's the first thing I could think of. Um, and then like now that I'm kind of quote unquote established. I can't really think of anything else. Like, I, I think it'd be different if I was single. Mm-hmm. Like, because, like, if I was single and then, like, had a car, house, other, other, other stuff to, to take care of or whatever, mm-hmm. like, I would I would probably see things differently mm-hmm. um, because, like, like I, I probably wouldn't even want to be in a relationship if I was, like, actually single. Mm-hmm. Like, I probably wouldn't want to because, like, if, if I was established and doing everything that I, you know, had my had my clothing line going, had you know all these other businesses and stuff going, uh-huh. you know moving up my job, getting money. On my, I probably wouldn't want to. Yo, I'm gonna give you one opportunity to fix that nigga because I know how this gonna sound coming off, bro. <laughs> so if you wanna clarify, I mean, but I, but I am in a relationship now and I'm I'm happy. But I mean, you don't know what the what the future holds or what what those possibilities could have been. So I'm not gonna live in that. But I'm happy where I am. Like, I'm totally happy where I am. So. All right. Good luck with that. We'll see how this is going on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> like, get that text on Thursday. Like, yeah, G, take that. Edit <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> Yo. So, for me, what one thing I thought would be different from when I was younger, for some reason, I thought women would hit a certain age and they would, like, just stop being hoes. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, I w- it was a legit concern for me. Because I'm thinking, oh, you know what? Like, girls are, like, young and, like, dumb now. Like, this is this is my chance. Because if they get too old, they get to their, like, mid-20s, they're going to be all smart and wisened up. Was nah, the, nah, was, nah. Mid-20s is, like... Was, was not the case. But I, I put myself on this tight-ass time. I don't say I put myself on the talent, but it's like, damn, I'm thinking they get to, like, 25. They go stop, like, having, like, all of these, like, random hookups and stuff. And they ain't do what they into no more. Turns out I was so incorrect. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I was yeah. incorrect. Ho is life. I mean, but but in 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 defense of that, some niggas are like still going through that type of shit. Like you you just do have some guys out here that's 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, and that's still just in their whole phase or whatever. Well, so that well, that's not well, just for well, women. Well, see, for women, it's a phase. For niggas, I, I don't think it's a phase. It's more so a lifestyle. See, I feel like if I don't know, I think it's I think it's a phase two for dudes. No, see, I feel like you would have to have a woman take you out of that. You have, I feel like you have to find a woman that meets all of this criteria that makes you no longer long for that. Because I'm man, because like it's so many bitches out here, and then I don't, I don't think so. I don't, I don't see. I would, I never subscribe to that idea that some somebody on the outside could make you want to settle down. If you don't want to settle down, you're not going to settle down. And like and, and, and if you do, you're gonna cheat, or you're or you're going to you're going to be promiscuous in some kind of way. I am sweating. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> I, it, it's down to like seventy two, so it's gonna go off in a second. Yeah, so. but see, and this is and this is the thing because I used to think like that too, and and it's a combination of both because I've been with girls where the whole time I'm with them, I'm thinking about other girls, mm-hmm. but. I'm with a girl now where I legit don't think about other girls. And that's great. That's great. But that's, but, um, so in my, in my head, it's nothing that that girl did. It's because you legit wanted to settle down. No, I don't think that's it. I think it's because this girl legit does everything that I have nothing to long for. 
Cause like I was saying in the last episode, how my uh my girl wasn't cooking, so I had the work wife who was cooking, right? Right, right. right. And I actually talked to her the other day. Wow. Yeah. And um, but um, so yeah, like I I didn't have that. And then like I said, my other girl didn't laugh at my jokes. Holes is laughing at me. Yo, I'm right. over here. But so like now I'm not like over here. I got this girl. She's cooking for me. She's laughing at my jokes. She's cuddly. And all of this other stuff, bro. And it's like, I, like the thought of being with some other like random bitch, like just don't entertain me as much as it did even like six months ago. Uh, see, and I think it might just be me because of my stubborn mentality and how I how I do things. People not go make me do. People will never influence my decision. See at all. So like, like I was I was never the most. You know, promiscuous guy. I was never the most out, you know, outgoing Me guy. Neither. So like, so I was definitely the one that you know had a girlfriend and then smashed. I wasn't just knocking down random girls left and right, well, left and right. I've been, so, I'm, 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 I've been the same. But when, even when you like, for me, even when I had a girl, like the temptation was just always there because. I'm looking at these other girls and all of these girls, like, I think Tyler Perry called it like the 80, 20 rule. Right. Mm -hmm. So like you get an 80% of things, but you miss out on 20 and that 20% look real good when you're not getting it. Mm -hmm. So you give up that 80% for that 20. But then when you get that 20, you realize that 20 is only 20 and not a hundred like you thought. Mm -hmm. And I get that, but it's, it's no man that I, I, yeah, I mean, right. I I, I kind of get it, but like it's, to me, I just never let anybody uh, oh, yeah, influence yeah, yeah, my. See, and the thing is, I try not to let people influence me too. But when you standing across or you sitting across from this girl and she's super pretty and she's super into you and you kind of into her, and then the only thing that's like stopping this thing from happening is a yes. Like, dog, that <laughs> shit is hard. It is hard. But I mean, you go, you go. At the end of the day, you go do what you want to do. That's that's it. If you if you want to be monogamous to just this one chick or you know settle down or whatever, in my head you would do that. Like and that not just you person I'm talking to. Yeah, yeah. But like the people people out in general, you will do that. If you want to be single, you will be single. If you want to cheat, you will cheat. Whether you be guy or girl, if that girl wants to cheat on that guy, she's gonna cheat on that guy. Mm. If that guy wants to cheat on that girl, he's gonna cheat on that girl. It's that's it's all your choice now. And to be fair, now I don't even know if that's fair, but I don't think anybody willingly wants to cheat. I don't think nobody said like, "Yeah, I'm gonna hook up with this girl so I can cheat on my girl." I don't think that's necessarily the thing. Even though I did hear this one story, this one time about this one girl who like went like out of state to go and cheat on her nigga just because. Well, not just because because she had thought he was cheating or he was cheating. I don't know. Whatever. Not my story. But um, when you when you. Uh, agree to lay down with another person. You wanted to do it, or yeah. when you, when I mean, you I mean, you wanted you wanted person. to do it, but that don't mean you wanted to cheat. Because sometimes people find that's themse- the action. No, but sometimes people find themselves in relationships that they didn't even want to be in, like I was with that one chick. Like, <laughs> like I didn't want to be in that relationship. If you, if you wanted to end it, you could have. But man, I, I'm like to like the, the day you ended it is the day you wanted to end it. No, I wanted to end it. I didn't want it to start though. 
I didn't want it to. Like, I, I didn't want it to start. I just wanted to smash. And I know that makes me sound terrible about as bad as you did yet <laughs> last last week, nigga. <laughs> but like, like I said, I did. I wanted to. I wanted to. I just wanted to smash the girl. But I knew she only do if he was in a relationship, and I, I never cheated on her. But I kind of wanted to just smash without the relationship, but I wasn't able to. So I had to get in a relationship. And then I ended up in that shit for like a year and a half. <laughs> like, not, 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 not exactly what I wanted to happen, but it happened. I'm sure. I'm sure. What? No, I had to put my phone on vibrate on mute. Um, that was that vibrating noise. Yeah. Uh, but no, like, I don't, like I said, it's. But I've never done that since, though. Great. I'm, I'm I, did, I did it that one time because I was like, yo, it took me, anything a year and a half to smash. But after I did it, I was just in it. Just because, like I said, I mean, because she wasn't a bad girl and she had the best of intentions, bro. Like, she really wanted to spend her life with me. Like, she she saw a future for us. And I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. You're looking, you're looking a little too far. Like, <laughs> like just bring it back a couple years. Right, like, right, right. Um, This supposed to be a two-month thing, girl. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, and I stressed that shit out like a year and a half. And like I said, it ain't like I was like living off her. I wasn't like a hobosexual or nothing like right, that. Right, like, right. I mean, so we got together and then she was like super into me. And I just did not want to break her heart or whatever. Because especially when you're you younger. You like, didn't want to do it. Especially when you're younger like that. Like, I didn't want to do that. You like, didn't want to do it. Do what? You didn't want to break her heart. So you didn't do it. Right. You didn't break her heart. Until, I don't know what made me do it. Like, so that was my New Year's resolution, though. Because cause remember, we, me, you, and your brother, we was at the thing. And mm-hmm. I don't know if I told y'all, but I was like, man, that's my New Year's resolution. Though. I'm going to break up with this girl. <laughs> so I'm telling you, January 3rd. He called me toxic. He called me toxic. Yo. <laughs> Yo. Oh no, nah, it's different, bro. Because oh I was God. I was younger. Nigga, you was college age. We oh different. Oh, my God. Yo. We, <laughs> no, we were the same age. No. Yes. Dog. Yes. This is 2000 and. Dog. Because I got with the girl. I got with the gay chick in like 2019. No, not 2019. No, no, I got no. with her in like 20. Cause I graduated in 2010. Yeah, it was like I got with her in like 2012, 2013. Cause we was playing 2K14. Cause she, I got my PlayStation with her in 2014. So that was before that. That was I was younger than you when that happened. That was that was before that. I think that was around the same. It was around the same time because when I got home, when I came home from college, remember me, you, her, and her friend went out to that buffet place. And no, we went to the mall and then we went to the buffet place. And I had an issue about uh, people getting name tattoos. And then the girl you was dating had an issue. Oh, remember, yeah. Remember, I, I was home yeah. for the weekend from college. Yeah. So, yes. Everybody yes. everybody hated her, bro. Everybody hated no, her. No, she was such a hoe, bro. Doesn't that time she went to like Ohio to like fuck other niggas? So yeah. people wouldn't know, like, so she could like, she could go to Ohio, fuck other niggas, they go like back to her state and not worry about that shit being on her record. Like, nah, bitch, we know. Bodies travel across the border. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, the borders and consonants. <laughs> but, uh, but see, a similar thing happened to me, but like the opposite, where I felt guilty about the girl told me she wanted to be in a relationship. Um, and uh before she had sex with, you know, the guy or whatever. And so, like, after this is actually the girl I got with after um, this is the basketball player. Yeah. Ah. She was like, yeah, you know, I don't just sleep with random dudes or whatever. I'd rather it be, you know, my boyfriend. Like, yeah. And so. See, I hate that because I feel like that sets you up. But look, but uh, uh, Bobby in his prime, <laughs> Bobby before he retired, 
smash without being in a relationship. Oh, <laughs> but I I was like. I feel bad, you know, she she really wanted, you know, somebody to give her heart to this and that. Nah, see. So see. I was I was like, you know, we, we, you know, me my girlfriend. She was like, don't just say that because you had sex. I'm like, no, like for real. You know, we be my girlfriend. And she was like, all right. So Nah, see, look, <laughs> if hey, if I smash before we're together, we are not getting together. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that is it. Like I have no, I have no reason. Like why would I be with you? You fuck niggas. What do you mean your boyfriend? Like, <laughs> like no, no, no. You can't do that. Yes, I'm, you can't do yes, that. Yes, look, look, you can't do dog, that, dog. You can't do that, yo. You, you can't disrespect her like that. I think disrespect. <laughs> How's that disrespect? That. Because you I'm saying, like, yo, 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 yo. I see how you get down, and that's the kind of women I can be with. I'm sorry. <laughs> You just winner. You just I can't. I can't. I can't take you home to like family. Uh, no way. That's horrible. Yeah, you, your old your dominator didn't flip, bitch. Like no, <laughs> you, you, you can't do that. Nah, you can't do that. But yeah, that that's actually how how we became officially a couple. Like right, right, right after, and I was like, I, I was literally in bed. Like I feel bad about this, and yeah. See, so look, the way me and old girl got together was tragic so she so look i really wanted to get with her friend mm-hmm. i really wanted to get her with her friend or whatever mm-hmm. and not get with but i wanted to just smash her friend mm-hmm. or whatever because i felt like her friend was more smashable like mm-hmm. neither of them were like nines or anything but like <laughs> they i'm like you know i would prefer to smash her and somehow that friend thought i wanted to smash the girl that i ended up with how i don't know i do not know so I so anyway, that girl started talking to me because we all used to work together. So she all started so she started talking to me and stuff. And I had uh and she was like, You wanna go bowling with me and her friend that wanted I wanted to smash? And I'm like, Yes, your friend who I want to smash is gonna be there. Sure, let's go yes, bowling. I wanna be there. <laughs> and her friend ended up leaving me and old girl together or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And I'm just like, Hey, how like how are how are you? How about them cowboys? <laughs> like Broncos. So <laughs> and, um so back then I had this phone called a Samsung Behold, right? Mm-hmm. And when whenever you would get a text message, it would pop up as your as the main thing on your screen. Mm-hmm. But your text box would stay the same. So if I was sending something to to you, but then uh Burrell text me, if I push send without looking, it right. would say what I sent to you to Burrell. Right, right, right. So I was telling one of my friends how I didn't want to be with this chick. For different reasons. And then as I was sending it, that girl had texted me. And at the same time, I put sin and went to her. Yeah. So she got all of these reasons that I didn't want to be with her. And then she was like trying to like brush them off and ignore them and saying like, you know, don't worry about those things. We can still be together or whatever. Man, I'm wow. man, and I'm just sitting there like Oh, oh. <laughs> I was that concussion. <laughs> right. I was just like, oh my God. So we ended up together. And like I said, we were together like a year and a half. And it wasn't all bad. It wasn't all bad. We had good times for sure. Mm-hmm. But like I said, and I know that I did not treat that girl well. I did not, I did not <laughs> treat that girl well. And funny story, not funny, but <laughs> but uh, the song that I wrote, Streetlights, right? Yeah. I actually wrote the song Streetlights about her. Oh. So, because I had felt so bad about the way I had, I was treating her. I'm like, like, I feel bad that I'm treating you this way. Like, I legit felt bad about it. So I wrote a song about it 
Put it on YouTube. My first one to get a million views. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Ain't that your first? Like, first, first one to get a million views. Streetlights. Thank you. I'm sorry I treated you that way. Yeah. Hey, come back. Leave the music. <laughs> but, uh, Make more music. <laughs> yo, so you do art. Yeah. Do you do you ever have? Do you ever feel like you've had like a physical muse? I don't. I don't think so. No. So where? So where does your inspiration come from? Um. <clears throat> I think a lot of times it'll be like, like I'll, I think I'll see like a montage of things or like, <clears throat> like I'll see, I'll see one thing one day and then like my brain will catalog it mm-hmm. and be like, oh, that, that looks cool, but they should have did it this way. Mm-hmm. And then I'll see something else and then I'll be like, oh, that's cool. Or yeah, I'll see something else and be like, oh, that's cool or whatever. Or then I'll remember like, oh man, you know what? I always wanted to draw this. So like it's, it pulls from a diff- a bunch of different life scenarios is or like different things I've seen already. Um, so like like different a bunch of different concepts that like I feel like I could execute better. So I'll be like, okay, well that looked good, but they should have did this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna change that, do that. That looked good, I'm gonna add that to that. That looked good, I'm gonna add that to that, and just make something from there. Um just pretty much tweaking life, you know, mm-hmm. like I'll see something or I'll see a, a a statue somewhere or a picture, a photography picture or whatever. And then, oh, that, that'd be dope if it was black and white or mm-hmm. that'd be dope if it was just a sketch or that'd be dope if it was fully colored. Like, you know, something like that. And then, you know, recreate those things in my own, in my own, uh, my own way. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think I had a, like, a muse per se. Um, but I, uh, I do remember back when I was like, when I was, I used to draw my comics or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever I needed to draw a girl, I would have to put on R and B. Yeah. Whenever I wanted to draw a girl, I had to put on R and B. And at the time it was specifically the Chris Brown graffiti album. Hmm. Yeah. I what? had to put on that particular album. Where did that drop? Huh? What year did that drop? Dude, don't ask me. Get an Alexa. <laughs> Get a fucking Alexa. I'm not putting no wiretap in Bro, my house. You just need it for an hour while we do the pot. No. You don't gotta let it live here. <laughs> Look, I had bought my girl an Alexa, right? Mm-hmm. I was asking her. She was like, I don't know. I don't oh, know. wait, wait, your girl. Your girl? Like that's that's a thing. So I bought. <laughs> so look, I bought my girl an Alexa, right? I bought my special woman an Alexa, right? <laughs> okay. And uh she uses it all the time now because okay. she didn't used to use it like that. I mean, she never had one, but she didn't know like how she was going to use it. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, man, trust me, you go use this. So I went on on Christmas and I bought her an Alexa, mm-hmm. and then I bought her the uh, the plug for the Alexa, so you can be like, because you know she rocks a Christmas tree year round, year round, year round. So I got her a Christmas tree. We got her Christmas tree plugged into the Alexa, so we can be like Alexa, Christmas tree off or Christmas tree on, and it'll just cut it off and on automatically. Instead of having to go and plug it in and out or whatever. And then uh, her daughter was using it too. So her daughter liked it. So I went out and bought her daughter an Alexa as well. Mm-hmm. So they both, so like, so they got Alexis in the house. I'm like, Amazon not paying me shit, but. They got two wiretaps. They, uh, <laughs> they owe me, uh, Amazon owe me at least 10%. So they owe, they owe me at least $12. <laughs> but um, for, for, for me though, with my art being music, I do take on physical muses, personal muses. Mm-hmm. I can tell. Yeah, got to man. Just because you you have to have something to talk about, something to write about. And for me, 
for the most part, it has been relationships. Mm-hmm. Say good ones, bad ones, typically bad ones. Yeah. Because it, this is and this is my theory. Like for every bad relationship, you get three songs. For every good one, you only get one. <laughs> you might get a hook. <laughs> <laughs> you might get a hook. Because because you get a uh, because you get an angry feeling, you get a sad feeling. And you get an indifferent feeling uh-huh. from uh-huh. those three. But uh-huh. if you're in a happy relationship, you get like this happy feeling, this loving feeling. You're right, because what was the what was the uh what was this song? Uh, I think it's on So Far Gone. Baby, you my everything. That's the <laughs> last time he made that kind of song. <laughs> he has never made another right, kind of song. Exactly. Like that, so. and, then, and then, like I said, being a YouTube nigga, like I can tell you, it's just no market in that. Yeah. Like when you uh, Nobody wanna hear about your good time. Nobody wants to watch your good time. So look, with uh I'm gonna get back to my thing in one second, but I'm gonna talk on YouTube analytics real quick. So mm-hmm. when you go on YouTube, when you post a video on YouTube, you can look at your views and you can see how people found your music or your whatever video. You can see if they found it in playlists or what keywords they use to find it and stuff like that. Okay. So when I was uploading stuff, I noticed that when I would upload like a happy song versus like a sad song, it was never close. Uh-huh. It was never ever close. The sad song always did better because sad, like emotional, like crying relationship, those those keywords were searched way more than like happy, joyful, upbeat, stuff like that. Though wow. like in the ratio was probably like sixty six percent to like thirty three percent. That's sad. So, so honestly, if you, because niggas on YouTube are sad. It's some sad young, and it was all like young niggas. Yeah. You can see like your your age thing. My thing was from like 13 to 17 year old males or whatever. So like some sad young boys in the chat. Like, uh, oh my God. But hey, got me millions like of views. Emo sausage fest. <laughs> Yo, got me millions of views and thousands of dollars. They okay by me, bro. They okay by me. But uh, My name good in these streets. But uh, <laughs> You know my body. <laughs> So look, I had this muse, right? Uh-huh. So I had this muse. Uh-huh. She was a uh, she was a girl, and we we never dated. We never dated. I always wanted to date, and um, uh, but but we never did because she just she just wasn't feeling me like that. And we hung out all the time, all the time. Like I said, she like friends on me hard, uh-huh. and that was where like a lot of my music and inspiration came from uh-huh. it was like dog i want to be with this girl but she don't want to be with me like what was me sad it's like sadness uh-huh. or whatever right but i took that and i turned that in a whole uh-huh. bunch of different songs and like i said it got me millions and millions of views like my uh probably like my second highest view song is the song called tell me and i'm because like from the point we was hanging out when we started hanging out to when we about when we stopped she she was like becoming like a different person. Yeah. And I was like, tell me like I don't know who you are anymore or whatever. That that, that was like pretty much the hook. And I had wrote it and that shit got like three million views today. That's or crazy. whatever. And um and that, it was other songs that I used her as like inspiration for that like did crazy, crazy numbers. But I was able to uh take her as like a physical muse and make music. So that see, I that's I mean it it makes total sense especially for somebody that writes their own music mm. uh that makes total sense i just like i could never i can never pull myself to think about another person and put them in my art because i like majority of the time people don't really see all the art i've made or whatever mm-hmm. like that means the same way i'm sure you got a bunch of rough rough draft tracks laying around or whatever right but it's even more personal for me because like like I have a whole like if you ever see my I'm sure you've seen the 
the uh, really thick 600 page sketchbook I got or whatever. Yeah. Like <clears throat> I could never pull myself to put a person in that, like in that museum. Mm-hmm. I like I would never want to do that. I would I would I could I would feel more comfortable channeling a a particular feeling about that person and then executing something from there. Uh, but I couldn't like actually like draw a girl like you know walking across the field and this guy chasing behind her. Mm-hmm. I could I couldn't do it. I couldn't pull myself to do it. Now and, and see and this is one thing that I do. I don't typically use one girl for like the whole basis of a song. Yeah. yeah like I said yeah. for that for that uh for that one song tell me like yeah that was that was an exception. Yeah. That was an exception. But typically what I do is if it's like a two or three verse song, I'll use a different girl for every verse. Mm-hmm. So that way if a girl asks me like no that song was not about you. Right. That, that verse <laughs> might have been about you. Song no. Why would I do right, that? That's right, too right, much. right, 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 right. But um it, and then also it's for me it's also like it's almost like a time stamp. I can when I like whenever I hear like an old song that I did like I know you so well that I wrote about old girl worst first date or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like when I hear that, I, like it takes me back to that time. Yeah. It takes me back to that yeah. time, and it's like it's like a cool like way to it's a cool way to reminisce without being stuck on it. I'm like even though fucking uh, I know you so well is like six minutes long, but yeah, um, it, that, that's a really good song though. I know you so well was a really good song. Oh, thank you. That was really good. I wrote it. Yeah, I know. And, uh, <laughs> But um, like I said, it's cool to just go back and listen to that jump from time to time. I think we bumped into a really good topic because it was actually something I, I forgot about that I meant to write down. Um, that uh, so this this topic was kind of played with on another podcast that I listened to, um, but they they didn't go into it the way like I thought they should have. Um, just off the cuff, do you think there should be a a school of hip hop? And what I mean by that is. If you want to, if you want to be a rapper, if it's, you know somebody, your your nephew comes to you and say, "G, Uncle G, I want to be a rapper." Mm-hmm. What is your top five classes they gotta take, or people they gotta study? Who are the five people you would give them to study in in hip hop, or like if you wanted to go pop, if you want to say pop music, who are the five people they should study in pop to to effectively go through their journey as a musician or now, now, with me making the kind of music that I make, if my nephew came to me and said, gee, yo, I want to do rap, I would definitely give them rappers to study or uh, rappers to listen to. But I would want to make sure they're more sound musically mm-hmm. than just rap. Than just rap. Yeah, right. just, just because... The even ability though, to make a good song. Yeah, the versus... ability, yeah, because to me, the ability to make a good song will always outlast a good rapper. Because like, if you look now... Like I said, it's the people who make the good songs who succeed. Nobody cares about the rapidy rappers. Rapidy rappers die around the year two thousand. Around the year two thousand, I, rap- I don't think so. Mm. I don't think so. Who's, because- who, who's a good? Who's a popping rapidy rapper who does not make good songs, but they can rap really well? That's successful. Oh well, you 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 added a caveat to that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what, I, I was, what, what, what the, that successful part? No, that was that 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 that, that makes good songs and rapidly rap because a lot of people that just rapidly rap don't make good songs, right? And but, I'm saying, I mean, nigga, we but I think a- I mean, if you look at the slaughterhouse era, like slaughterhouse had a run for like a year and a mainstream run for like a year, mm-hmm. but I think they had an underground run for like maybe three or four mm-hmm. uh, before they signed to to shady uh, shady interscope. So like they had a, a good run or whatever. I think their 
and that was like mid two thousand. That was like two thousand twelve when they when like their their mainstream stopped or whatever. Because mm-hmm. um, before that, I was. When did I hear the one? The one is the song is called the one. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I can't remember. But it's if you don't know whose fault our house is, it's Royce the Five Nine, Joe Button, Crooked Eye, or now he's known as King Crooked and uh, Joel Ortiz. Mm-hmm. But the song is called the one. And that was that was their Shady deal. That was their first album on Shady, and and they, I think they had two albums, almost three albums on Shady. So they had like a a year and a half run, maybe two years, mainstream. But underground, they had a bunch of mixtapes underground. See now, when you say mainstream, I feel like you have to use that term loosely because as a person who listens to the radio a lot. I can't name you any Slaughterhouse songs. But it wasn't on a radio. It was a it was a music video. That, that is was, not mainstream. It was a music video that I I had no idea Royce the Five Nine was still rapping when I saw this, and I'm like, oh shit, that's that's Royce. Now did it and come then, up because did it come up on YouTube because of your recommendations? It was on YouTube. Where it was find, on YouTube. Where did you find it? It was, it was like it was a weekday morning before I went to school, uh-huh. and it was, it was MTV. It was on MTV. Bro, you call it, it, it was you a, call, it was a random random music. Bro, you video caught a YouTube TV. video. You caught not a, you caught a music video on MTV at six a.m. That is not mainstream, my guy. If you to me, if you that, nigga, if that's, that's that's the music version of an infomercial, nigga. The shit is just on. <laughs> <laughs> no. you, you happen to catch it? No, no, no. I don't. I don't think so. I don't. I mean, I can't. I can't. I can't call that mainstream. But but to go back to your question, what I, who I would make him study would be somebody like I would make him study Eminem, of course. Okay, because I feel like. The way Eminem puts words together, the way he storytells, I feel like he's the greatest storytelling rapper. And um, I, I, greatest, the greatest, only person who would come close is J Cole. That's it. And I would probably have to give a notch not to Eminem because oh, no. because Stan is great, Kim is great, Come on Everybody is great, Drug Ballad is great. Yeah. Those are good storytelling songs that are visual songs that you can follow from start to finish. And get a solid picture of what's going on. I wouldn't say he's great, but I wouldn't say who's that. a better storyteller than him. Off the cuff, I can't. I, can't I know you can't, nigga. Nas. Exactly. I would, I would. I would throw Nas in there. Mm. I would throw Nas in there. Okay. I'm not gonna fight you, but <laughs> I would definitely throw Nas in there as a great storyteller. But um, I would. I think I'll make him listen to Eminem. Okay. I would make him listen to Jay Z. Okay. I would make him listen to Drake. Okay. I would make him listen to my kind my song kind of left, Taylor Swift. And music or hip hop? Music. Okay. Say okay. music. Taylor okay. Swift. Um and I would probably go and I would probably go Linkin Park for five. Just for just in music, just in music, music in general, just okay. just in music because I feel that's not a bad like that's not a bad course, that's not a bad no, course. No, it's a bad course because like I, said, I feel like it's is 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 definitely based in hip hop. Yeah, because the it was the three rappers and then say Lincoln Park, they do like the rock and rap thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. Taylor, it is Taylor Swift is there for diversity for for storytelling yeah. and um. Yeah, for diversity and storytelling, which I think is important. Diversity is important. That's cool. That's cool. What about you? What would your course consist of? So, in, okay, I'm going to just follow behind you and do, like, in music, but, like, I'm going to say in particular, like, pop. So, like, if if I had some, if I had young kid coming to me and say, I want to study music, who should I look at? 
in pop in the pop world, I would say, of course, you study like Michael Jackson. Mm. Um, I would say study Justin Timberlake. I would mm. say study Britney Spears. Mm. Um, I would say study um, um, somebody like somebody in the vein of a Bruno Mars. Mm. Um, and then. I really don't have a fifth one for pop. I really don't know. You can go Lady think, Gaga. Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga is good. Gaga. I, I think Taylor Swift is a good a good six man for that or interchangeable mm-hmm. with Gaga. Yeah. Uh, but hip hop, I would say you had. I would tell them study people like study somebody like honestly. So this sounds left for me. I would say study study somebody like Biz Marquis. Mm-hmm. The reason why I say Biz Marquis is because the nigga's ugly. <laughs> and like not every not every person has the sex appeal to you know to win over a crowd or whatever mm-hmm. because that's just how majority of music is spread around yeah so a girl thinks this guy is cute she plays that song a guy hear a good song in that guy's makes and then he picks up on that song or whatever right um that's typically how it goes or whatever yeah um so but biz marquee Put out that one hit that we all know. Mm-hmm. You got what I need, mm-hmm. girl. Mm-hmm. You got what I need, mm-hmm. and like so he he sold he sold the song just off that, and like knowing he probably wasn't the most attractive guy in the world, mm-hmm. but you know he got the point across through the music or whatever, and it's a very successful song. <laughs> <laughs> Understatement. Go still, ahead. <laughs> still quoted to this day. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I did. Of course, I would throw in the um. You gotta throw in somebody. You gotta throw in your Jay Z. Um, you gotta. To me, I would say throw in L Cool J. Mm-hmm. That's me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, really, if you want to go somebody current, I would say study Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say as a fifth, I would say study Andre Three Thousand. I have no problems with none of those people. Those are good people to study. I think I think that that's that's a good course to kind of work your way through hip hop. Um, if you just want to study and you know figure out how to make good songs, how to uh, well Jay Z money money moves and staying current with being able to just float through the different generations. The nigga like a hundred years old, right? Still <laughs> putting out putting out some of the best music that we hear, like amongst all of the great. Uh, artist now mm-hmm. um oh 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 as much as i don't like wayne you gotta study wayne mm-hmm. you have to i feel like you gotta study wayne mm-hmm. like if somebody just put like i think it was fat joe fat joe said it and he was like like i never thought about it till he said it this is a couple months ago or a couple weeks ago he was like he was like wayne is still the greatest rapper alive mm-hmm. and i'm like bullshit like whatever but then i kept listening to the to the to the um to the, the argument, yeah, the, the video, yeah, and he was like, and he was like, every single album, every single mixtape, every single t- feature is different. Mm-hmm. Like he's been going for how long, and he still makes different flows, finds different pockets. Like he's still he's still doing this to this day, mm-hmm. and like, and it may not be at like the super high level, but it's still better than most people. And like, like. It always like I wasn't the biggest Wayne fan, Wayne fan, <laughs> Wayne fan growing up, but like every now and again he just hit me with a verse, and I'd be like, "Dog, this nigga Wayne still got it." <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think that it's that's where music and sports are similar because if you were great in a way, you can always be great. 
Yeah. But the amount of times you're going to be great is going to go down as you get older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know me, like I said, I'm, I've always been like a big Eminem fan. And like I said, Eminem up to 2002, to me, was untouchable. Yeah. Like, I don't think nobody was yeah. better than him lyrically, musically, whatever. You know, you was, yeah. you could not tell me different. Yeah. But then as he got older, drug problems, and then, you know, music changed and everything. And then, you know, older people don't always adjust with change. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Carmelo. Like, mm-hmm. people just don't know who you have on your team. Yeah. But, like, people do not, they don't always adjust with change. And uh, you, you just got to... Um, you got to say sometimes you just got to adjust and sometimes they don't. Yeah, very true. But I mean, to go, I don't know, man. I can't, I can't really, I can't really speak to that. I'm not, I'm not old yet trying to keep with the young crowd, but like. So there's a nigga who just found the vibes this weekend. But okay. <laughs> Look, I found my vibes though. Like, I found my pocket. I found my 444, okay? Like, uh-huh. <laughs> I finally got my groove, right? Yeah. But yeah, like, I think that was, it's a, it's a very like. It, it, I actually heard this on the uh, Lupe and Royce podcast or whatever, mm-hmm. and they were talking about like different schools of hip hop of who you should study or whatever, um, or like different people they they think you should study. But I was like, like y'all missing out on a good a good chance to like put out a five or a three course to people to like, hey yo, if you want to be a rapper, study this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Or I looked at this, this, and this. Like, but realistically speaking. Like, if we being, like, 100% 100, mm-hmm. studying a rapper is probably, like, your least effective way. Oh, most definitely. Because, uh, honestly, if you want to blow up with rap, I would probably study a YouTuber. Just, or, or a TikToker or something. Mm-hmm. But, because most of these niggas who blow up are getting big off of the internet. Well, I don't, well, so, in my head, when I was... When I gave the question, it was like studying it to be a good rapper, not necessarily blow up and make millions of fucking. Oh, so to just be technically sound. Yeah, like who who would you study to be? You know. Well, yeah. Then my li- my list my list stands. My list stands. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I think I think both 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 of lists go pretty far, and like and it made me think about you know just pop music or whatever. Like the people that had big impacts on pop and like in our I'm only twenty nine, mm-hmm. so. And my, I remember the NSYNC, the Backstreet Boys, mm-hmm. the Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. Um, who was, it was another chick that was popping back Christina then. Aguilera. Yeah, Christina Aguilera. <laughs> uh, uh, who was the, nah. 98 Degrees. Nah, nah, Gwen nah, nah, Stefani. Nah. Yeah, her. Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani. You just one. saying us, and I'm like, oh, I know that person. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you know exactly what I'm talking about. In, in that. In that Britney Christina uh, era, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely people like I mean, and I ain't the biggest, you know, I don't stray too far from my from my my hip hop and R and B or whatever. But you know, I, I love Lincoln Park, I love Gym Class Heroes, I like mm-hmm. Travis McCoy. You know, mm-hmm. I, I got my my little choices here mm-hmm, and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but for some reason, dude, I I cannot listen to new R and B. Really, I can't like like black people like black. Six uh, lakh. Hey. Yeah, I, I can't listen to black. I mean, he makes good music. It's it sounds great. I just I just can't I can't relate to it. Do, do you not feel the love in that? Do you miss that nineties R and B love or something? Is that what it is? Yeah, like, maybe, maybe that's I don't know. Maybe it's it's the soul I'm missing because Yo. when I listen, mm-hmm. when I, I I listen to John Legend, I listen to Anthony Hamilton, mm-hmm. I listen to Raphael Sadiq. Like those are the people I listen to, mm-hmm. um, or the R and B artists I listen to. Like I used to listen to Usher, I used to listen to Chris Brown. Never listened to to Tyrese. Never listened to Genuine. 
Like, I never listened to those neo soul or, or those kind of dancing R&B acts. I like soul kind of R&B. Yeah, see, and one thing, I think some of them artists just weren't necessarily, I, I don't know, because I feel like some of them got certified bangers. Like, Tyrese got... Uh, yeah, he has great music. Yeah, and, and yeah, so like, bro, you only got to make one good song. Like, yeah, like, we saw, like we said about Biz Marquis, you just got to do it one time. All you need is just once. Just once. I ain't got to do it again. <laughs> and you know what's crazy? Like, the crazy thing about it is like, Soldier Boy, people people be trying to like, he, he has some crazy antics. Mm-hmm. I don't approve of everything he does. Mm-hmm. But like, this nigga has hits, mm-hmm. like certified yeah. hits. Banger. That like, that shaped people's whole three, four, five, six summers. Like, yeah. like all throughout high school, whole high school career, he had two or three songs on the radio, mm-hmm. like that you knew off of it. When we was making CDs, burning them for people, mm-hmm. you put some Soldier Boy on there. For sure. And then he had imitations of his music, like like the the Batman people made the Batman song, yeah, yeah. Spider Man, and yeah. like people were trying to be Soldier Boy. Yeah. And then like we look at him now. And we laugh at him, but like this nigga, like no, he see his. And I, I feel like Soldier Boy's biggest contribution was not necessarily musically, but but business wise. Yeah, because yeah. like I say, he was that nigga from MySpace where mm-hmm. he had the dances or whatever, mm-hmm. and he was on like Bear Share Morpheus, like putting his song is like other niggas' titles and stuff. Yeah, and everybody and everybody had it, everybody heard it, and um. He but he got he got successful and blew up and made millions off of the internet and I think that was when people found out like musically that the internet was a viable way to make money most definitely most and, and like and that was the first wave of hey you don't need these big companies yeah because like, um, go direct to consumer because yeah after him then I feel like a couple of years later Justin Bieber was found on YouTube right? Justin Bieber on YouTube yeah so crazy so. I, and then out of all the things people knock Soulja Boy for, I give him credit for that though. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I, I, I think a lot of people are. I think today's era of mute or of, of of like internet sensations are indirectly children of Wayne. I mean, not Wayne, <laughs> Soldier Boy. Indirectly, like they don't even know it, but they are the illegitimate children of Soldier Boy. They I, they don't I, even know it. I agree. And then the, I think. A, over 90 80 90% of the, of the people we see now or rappers we see now are children of Wayne either children or grandchildren of Wayne I, I agree to that too cuz I agree to that Young too. Thug is a direct son of Wayne Absolutely. and then Young Thug birthed all these other, other artists we see now zero disagreement for me man that's 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 ridiculous you know i, I love i love my music talks man I, I like connecting dots like that yeah i mean i love our music talks too we did it for 55 minutes today Oh wow, that's crazy! Yeah, uh, uh, just music. Pretty uh, much. Let's see. You want, what, what you want to do? What you do for the last, your last topic is friends. Friends. How many of us have them? Mm. The ones we can depend on. Friends. Friends. G. Yo. Who are you as a friend? Who am I? Um, as a friend, who are you? As a friend, if I am free, and you got something going on. And you invite me, I'm gonna show up about ninety percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you got something going on, you invite me, and it's usually free to get into. I'm I'm gonna come. I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna come say what's up. Um, 
I mean, shit. I mean, like, like I'm a caring friend. Um, I try, I try and help my friends out if I can in different ways. Like if they need, if they like need rides for something important, Mm -hmm. if I'm free and I know it's important and I feel like you would do the same for me, Mm -hmm. then okay, you need a ride. All right, come on. I got you. Got you. Okay. So, okay. So I can, do you think you're a good friend? Like, yeah. Oh, for sure. Okay. I can, I can vouch for that. Like when I was. When it was my at my time of need and I needed G, G was there. Uh-huh. I hit up G and I was like, look, I got to move out of my house. Uh-huh. You got the spare bedroom. Can I move in? Uh-huh. I'll pay rent. Uh-huh. And he let me move in for yep. a whole year. Yep. And it was great. <laughs> it was. Good times. And, and you know what? Like, this is the crazy thing about this was like, when when I, when I did that, I was I was in a relationship. Uh-huh. And I was like, like I was thinking, just a couple, couple months ago, I was thinking like, as close friends as we are, we never went on like the two man mission, mm-hmm. like an official two man mission. Yeah. Like, hey yo, I got this girl. She got her friend. Come with me. You get the friend. We out. Yeah. Like we've never done that. No. And I was like, dang, what would, like what would we be like? I mean, I guess we are that now because my girlfriend and your special woman are friends or whatever. Yeah. And you met her through well, no, you met her way before all this even happened. Um, yeah. Met. Yeah. But yeah. uh... But yeah, I, I I can vouch for that you are a good friend. So what? So like, as your caring level, how deep does it go? Like, do you do you invest in like your friend's personal life or whatever? Do you poke and prod about things they going through? Because as guys, we typically don't don't like share things emotionally. Like, not just me and you, but like guys in general, they don't. We don't really. We don't really check on our our male friends like that or whatever. Like nigga, you get over it. Like, <laughs> right. So and so I do invest, but I do not poke in pride. Okay. So if I be like, yo, how are you doing? And he be like, man, like uh something going on with me and my girl. And I'd be like, Oh, well, do you wanna talk about it? Yes or no? If you say no, that's the end of it. If you say yeah, I'ma listen. All right. But I ain't about to be like, man, no, nah, this is tell me more. And then I'm not gonna give advice or nothing either. Nigga, I'ma just I'ma just listen. I'm I'm very passive. Just because I know for the most part, I don't I wouldn't ask somebody something that I wouldn't want somebody to ask me. Right. If I'm feeling like a way that I think is similar. So I just um so I just uh I just kinda roll with it, man. I just right. I don't I don't you 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 take what they get. Yeah, the I take part. I take what they give, okay. and I don't push. Okay, okay, okay. See, it's it's a few things that I like. I've come to realize about myself, like not even as a friend, but like even as a family member. Um, it's just certain things I just I can't do. I'm not I'm not built to be the kind of person that certain people need me to be. What you mean? Um, like that. So in the past couple years, um, there's been a lot of um mental mental health awareness and you know people bringing light to that a lot of men specifically a lot of black men suffer in silence or whatever um and they have nobody to reach out to they have nobody to you know talk to or whatever because because nobody actually listens right. uh to to men when they when they talk or whatever or like when they share their emotional dis- distress right um and unfortunately, I fall into that category. Mm. Uh, and it's not that I don't care mm-hmm. because I genuinely care. Mm-hmm. But uh, the way the way I care is I'm going to give you a solution. Mm. So it is so so we can we're going to sit here. We're going to talk about your problem. I'm going to listen to you. 
you know, I'm going to empathize with you, all this stuff or whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, like we, we not about to just sit here and talk about the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. I've given like at some point I'm going to have to give you a solution. Right. Or, or what I think could be a, a solution to the problem. And if you don't act on it, I can't do anything else. Like, so, so when they say, you know, check on your strong fan, I checked on them. Mm-hmm. I gave him a solution. I gave him something he should just try to work on and try to do or whatever. But I can't, I can't put my hands to the, to the, to the stones anymore. You know what I mean? I can't do it. Yeah. See, I'm not the solution person. I'm the listening person because I don't know, because as, because I know people react different to different situations. So I can't expect somebody to be okay with my way of handling things. Right. So I will, li- so sometimes, cause I know sometimes like when I be talking shit, I don't be wanting somebody to give me advice. I just be, I just be wanting to talk shit and have somebody listen or whatever. And that's one great thing about music. And I think that's kind of why I got into music and I made the music that I made because when I was tripping over these bitches who didn't <laughs> like me back and everything, I'm just like, man, don't they want to hear me talk about these girls who, like who don't fuck with me like that? But I'm gonna put, I'm gonna throw it on this beat. I'm going to throw a hook on it. I'm going to put it out. And then people will listen to it or whatever. However many people listen to it, don't matter to me. hundred, thousand, million. Don't care. But I said what I needed to say. And I and usually once I say it, once I put it on the track, I feel better. Okay. And honestly, even like to this day, even though I make music like I used to, once I put my feelings on music, that's how I get over them. Right. So like I said, like I said, I broke up with a girl a couple months ago. Once I made the song about it, I was good. Like I didn't care anymore. Nigga, it's on it's on wax now. Right. Or whatever. That's it. You, you got over it. See, yeah. see, like, even so on the other end of that, with the whole, you know, investing in, you know, poking and prodding and stuff, uh, I actually ran across a weird situation where uh actually I had a situation with you, like not too long ago or whatever as well. Mm-hmm. But there's one particular situation, um, a friend of mine, he he was single for a long time or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I had started like seeing on Facebook like this one particular girl start like comment on a lot of his stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm like, like she obviously trying to give this dude some play. Mm-hmm. Why is he not, you know, taking it or whatever? So I go to her page, I look, she's a cute girl. Like, why is he not giving her no play? And then like I start flicking through more pictures because I'm like, hey, well, maybe she a little bigger. Maybe he don't like bigger girls or whatever. So I start flicking, I'm like, she not even bigger than the last girl you've been with. Like she, like she, she seems like she's right up your alley. Why haven't you, you know, reached out to this girl or gave her some kind of play or whatever? So normally I don't ask about this kind of stuff. Not I don't care. Not my not my priorities. Um, but I was like, yo, I gotta know. Like, like, dude, like, who is this chick? Like, why haven't you talked to her or whatever? So what he asked me was, he was like, I'm not. I sent the message on Facebook. And he was like, I don't believe this is Bobby. Because Bobby wouldn't ask something like that. <laughs> he legit thought. So so when I, I had to respond to him and I was like, bro, like, what are you talking about? Like this. And it is the so when I responded to it, it sounded like it wasn't me. Cause I'm like, bro, like this is like what are you talking about? This is me. So he was like, he's like, no, nah, no, nah, this sound like this. And cause he, cause I'm I I met him through his through his now ex girlfriend. Uh-huh. So me and his girlfriend, or not me and his ex girlfriend was close, mm-hmm. and then um, he started coming around, mm-hmm. and that's how I met him. Mm-hmm. So he thought I was getting he thought I was getting information 
for her mm-hmm. or that she had my phone and was getting information or trying to get information. Uh, uh-huh. And so I was like, you know what, bro? Don't even answer. <laughs> I, legit. Don't even oh, answer. I got a story, man. We an hour so, in. I'm so, going to do the next look, episode. Look, tell it because we, 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 we going to cut that beginning. That's about... only like two minutes, though. Okay. Well, uh, so yeah. He, uh, so yeah, he was like, so I had to, I had to see him in person. Like, bro, that was legit me. That was like, that was asking these questions or whatever. Yeah. And he was like, he's like, I kind of figured it was you, but it just don't sound like something you would do. Cause you never do it. I'm like, I know. And that's why I let it go. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he was like, well, I can tell you, like, bro, don't even tell me. <laughs> he wanted to tell me when he found out it was really me. No, I, was like, I, was like, say, I was like, bro, don't even tell me. I don't want to know. Cause if I know, I don't want you know some down the line mm-hmm. that girl asked me and then now I have information. Right. I don't want to know, so right. don't tell me. Right. And, and he didn't tell me, so that was legit. And like I just, I like I think the last time I had this kind of interaction with you, I was like, bro, I don't normally do this kind of stuff. But like, what's going on? Are you are you this? Are oh, you I remember that. And that's I why, remember that. And I'm like, so like that was like so out of pocket for me because I'm like. Like this is normally not what I do, mm-hmm. but like I, but now I, but now like me and you are really close, and like I genuinely love you as a friend, mm-hmm. and I'm like I have to make sure my guy is good. But that wraps all the way back around <laughs> to the very first thing we talked about today, <laughs> because you saw how I was interacting with this other girl mm-hmm. versus how I was talking about the girl I was currently with. Yeah. So, like I said, so that so nigga, and it's full circle because yeah. the other girl, like I said, she was just there. She was, like I and like I said, she was giving me everything that I wanted, and that was where I wanted that in my in my heart. That was where I wanted to be. Legit, that's legit. Oh. But yeah, like I don't, I just I I had to ask that question just because like I came to the realization a couple of years ago, like man, I'm I'm not. I'm not the check on your friend kind of guy. I'm mm-hmm. not, you know, it's, it's certain things I just can't do. And like, and like, if it, if it get to an extreme, like with you or like the other guy, mm-hmm. if it get to that extreme, then I'll ask, then I'll poke and I'll prod or whatever. Um, but for the most part, like, like in my head, I don't want to bring to light things that weren't there mm-hmm. when we we're talking. Right. And then now, like, I'm the root cause of that idea popping up. Right. Inception. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't want to do that. So, you know, if if uh, up to this point, you didn't want to talk about, you know, something that happened in your family or whatever, I'm not going to talk about it or whatever. We only go go as far as, like you said, the give and take. I'm going to go give. I'm going to go take as much as you give. That's it. Right. So, that's just, you know, quick, um, more, more righteous topic less ratchet more righteous topic to talk about uh yeah just i don't know people out there man y'all are you what kind of friend are you what kind of what kind of person you know are you are you uh, do you think you're i think most people think they're a good friend um i think i'm a bad friend to some people um Mm. it just in the sense that i let them down in some ways like um, I was in the I was in a group when we were working on this comic um, or manga more so, um, but it was five of us in this group. It was me, uh, two of the other guys were brothers. Mm-hmm. It was this one white guy, and it was this other other guy that uh, that I considered to be 
uh, a friend. That mm-hmm. was the guy that I was saying the uh, the hater that you know. Oh, had the for yeah. episode three. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That was him. So, like, so I I left the group the the group or whatever because I felt like the other three people weren't pulling their weight. Only me and one other person was like putting in all the work. We were like, and and so in this group, the hierarchy as far as like. Uh, drawing skill wise mm-hmm. it was the main guy who I do consider like a friend mm-hmm. then it was the guy I don't consider a friend mm-hmm. then it was me then it was the other guy's little brother then it was the white guy the white guy couldn't do nothing he was legit in the group because he was the white guy <laughs> he, was, he was he was a affirmative, affirmative action hire in this group <laughs> so that's it so uh, so so the plan was he the top two artists are supposed to do most of the you know, the actual drawing on the book or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, but because my skills weren't as good as theirs, I would come up with more of the concepts. So, I'm like, okay, I got a concept for this character. I drew it out. You take it. You redraw it. Put it in the book or whatever. Now you got it. But it came. What it came down to uh, was, oh, then the other guys were supposed to do like the writing and stuff. Um, but what it came down to was me. And the top artist, who I consider a friend, me and him was doing everything. We were doing the the, the concepts, the drawing, the the coloring, everything. We were doing everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, like like these niggas ain't doing nothing. Like like why should we continue to put their names in this, you know, on this book or whatever? If they're not doing anything to you know support it. Right. So I feel like I let him down when I left the project. And he tried to get everybody back together. He tried. He reaches out every, every, I think at least once a year to this day, he still reaches out. Like, we still talk, like, every couple of weeks or whatever. Um, but he reaches out, hey, bro, I'll, I'll pay you. Just come back, you know, work on it, this, is and that. Mm-hmm. He, he still reach out. Uh, we still have our have our moments or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I feel like I've let him down as a friend. And I, I think I was a bad wingman. I'm, I'm a horrible wingman. Yeah. I am a horrible wingman. Yes. I was a bad wingman in college. Well, no, not not, not to one friend. To one friend, I was I was a great wingman in college. Um, but that was, like, indirectly. Um, <laughs> when it was, like, the, the legit two-man mission, I dropped the ball like crazy. Because, again, I'm just not like that. Just walk up to you and sweet talk you. To, You're like, not. I'm not. I'm not that guy, yo. Like, like if you... Meet me up at the punch. We could talk over this glass of glass of juice. Then I get your number. Mm. But you know, I ain't just walking up on a dance floor and super smooth. I ain't, I ain't that guy. So, so yeah. But yeah, man. People out there, let us know what kind of friend are you? Are you a good friend? Are you a bad friend? What's some stories y'all got? Y'all can share with us. Yeah. So, um, I think that's about it, man. That's about it. Um. So, last thing I wanted to bring up. Um, it is still Black History Month. Um, I don't have a particular per well, I, technically I do, technically I don't. I have a particular person, um, but it's more so about the movie Um Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm-hmm. If you guys have not seen that, please go see that. It's on HBO Max right now. Oh, they put it on video straight to video? I mean Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know uh, HBO HBO Max and Warner Brothers got a big deal with, with each other. So like all the movies that's coming out under Warner are going straight to oh, HBO Max. Oh, okay. say that about the DC movies, right? Yeah, they're yeah. going straight to HBO Max, and then when theaters open up, they'll be on both. So you don't have to leave your house; you can watch it right there on HBO Max, or you can go to the theaters if you want. But this particular movie was actually at the drive-in, I think it was. But me and my girlfriend watched it on uh, 
watched it on HBO Max. But it's Judas and the Black Messiah. It's about uh, the assassination of Fred Hampton, um, Daniel Kaluuya, Kaluuya mm-hmm. and Lakeith Stanford play uh, Stanfield. Stanfield, sorry, Lakeith Stanfield. They gonna kill you, boy. Man, whatever. Uh, Danny, you know who that is. So they play in the, uh, Daniel, Daniel plays Fred Hampton, um, but it's a really, really, really good movie. Um, and I say assassination because it was an assassin's eight assassination attempt on his life, and like not even an attempt, it actually happened. Mm-hmm. But like he, so this is my Black History acknowledgement. If you guys can't, you know, can't tell, but he he did a really a bunch of good work in the South Side of Chicago, uh, well, in Chicago in general, in the the hood and the slums, the ghettos of um, of Chicago. Um, he was only 21 when he got killed. He um, he was a part of the Black Panther Black Panther Party, obviously. Um, he one of the things that I thoroughly enjoyed in the movie that they showed was that. So he went. Is one scene where he goes. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, no, don't spoil it. No, no, no I'm, I'm not gonna spoil it. But this is like about his life. It's just showing how he put these people together. So, so he he got the gangs to come together in in Chicago, but he the black gangs to come together in Chicago. But he also like fought for the lower class, um, for lower class people in general. Mm-hmm. So he got he got the Hispanic people to come and join the Black Panther cause. They they still had their own title, but they worked directly alongside the the uh, the Black Panther Party at that particular place. Um, the poor white people in that in those communities. He got them to come together and work together or whatever. So yeah. it was he was such a powerful person the same way like towards the end of Martin Luther King's life, he wasn't just about um black civil rights. He was about poor people's civil rights because that was the ultimate fight at the end of the day. Um about classism and racism. Um but yeah, if y'all get a chance, go check out check out that movie. Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, listen to the soundtrack. The soundtrack lines up like directly with the uh, with the movie or whatever. It's a really, really, really good movie. Yeah, yeah. What's it called? Judas and the Black Messiah. Judas and the Black Messiah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So the uh, in the first part of the pod, um, I got my uh, fun fact of the week. Oh yeah. So Bob, mm-hmm. I need you to put on your time traveling cap. Okay. So, between the years 2001 mm-hmm. and 2003. Mm-hmm. No, wait. Between two, between the year 2000 and year 2005, what do you think were the top four biggest shoe brands? Top four biggest shoe brands. I'm gonna go Adidas, uh-huh. Nike. In that order, or just period? No, 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 just random. Okay, Adidas, Nike. Adidas, Nike, Converse, and Puma. Puma. Yeah. Okay. Wrong, nigga. All of them? No, but uh, but you are missing one. The number two biggest in that time frame mm-hmm. was N one. Yo, N one was popping. Yeah, they but they were so popping. They were actually number two, only behind Nike. 
And one was popping. That's why. So I they were. Like so that. that means they were above Adidas. Yeah. They were above Allen Iverson and Reebok because Reebok because Allen Iverson was playing in two thousand one. Yeah, he sold a lot of shoes. So that was he was above them. He was above Puma. He was above Converse. He was above all of that. And uh, the people that they had as endorsers were they had they had Kevin Garnett. Mm-hmm. They had Stephon Marbury. Mm-hmm. Of course, Ray for Austin. Skip to my loop. Yup. They had Sprewell, Latrell Sprewell. Mm-hmm. They had Jamal Crawford. Jay Crossover. They had Vince Carter. Of course. And Chauncey Billups. That's nuts. So when the um, Pistons won their... Uh, 04? Yeah, when Pistons won in 04, Chauncey Billups was wearing the N1s. Wow. When the... When the um, when the Magic played the Lakers, I think in 09 or 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray for Austin was wearing the and ones. He was on that team. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he made it to a chip. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 I know. I. I know. I was somewhat similar to his. I forgot. I know he was on the Magic, but I didn't know he was on that team. That yeah. Magic team that went to the finals. Yeah, he was on that team. So for a, so for a stint, and one street streetwear was the second biggest footwear in basketball. Only behind Nike. That's crazy. But it, it makes total sense because back then, and one was running shit. And one was, but to think that the streetball brand was eclipsing Adidas? Yeah. Because you got to think about it. Adidas wasn't really popping like that until until the most recent years. Uh-huh. Like until they started doing, like they got started going hard on their Adidas originals and they, they came up with the Jeremy Scott with the wings on them, the joint. That was like... It took Adidas a minute to get popping. But yeah, they was, uh, a, what's the name? And one was number two. So that's just, that was just my little fun fact for the week. Super short, super sweet. So we ran along anyway. Yeah, that's, 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 a, that's a good one. Nice. That's so, a good one. So Bob, for music, what do you got for under her artist for the week? Not that, our, not that our music is right. Yeah, not that the music is right. Unheard artists of the week, so I don't think, did they hear music last week on SoundCloud? No, they didn't. No, nah, okay. So y'all didn't get to hear the the pig I, I picked, but I'm gonna go back to that same artist, different song. Um, it's actually a, it's actually featuring another artist that I played earlier. Um, so this is All I these got Detroit niggas, huh? Hey man, you gotta put on for the city. As I, pick, I gotta as I pick not one. I got I gotta I gotta show people that it's other artists out here than just what you you know what you see in the hood or whatever. Right, right. Um, actually, good artists as well. Uh-huh. Um, so. So the song I got today is by Novelist and Nolan the Ninja. Oh, I remember both of them. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. So hold on, let me let me put it up. All right, that was Novelist featuring Nolan the Ninja, two of Michigan's finest, because Novelist not from Detroit, but Nolan is. That song is Point Guns at Magneto. I, I, I like that one. That reminds me of some old school Eminem type shit. I know, Like right? some old school like Bad Meets Evil. I know, right? And yeah. it, it ain't 5 a.m. in Hayabusa, but it's straight. Yeah. <laughs> Shibuya. Shibuya? <laughs> oh, that's why I couldn't find it. <laughs> yeah, 5 a.m. in Shibuya was the last song by Novelist. But yeah, so this is actually off his project called Della Instinct. It's a play on Killer Instinct, like the video game. That's why at the end of the song, you heard those fighting game sound effects or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, uh, mm-hmm. and then it's like Jay Dilla, like we mentioned last week. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's called Dilla Instinct, and that song is 
Point guns at Magneto. Point guns at Magneto. Like they made a metal. I like that one. The song I have. What you this got? What week, you got? What you I'm got? gonna do the bottom by Tyler Loyal. Okay. All right. Let's get into the bottom. Tyler Loyal. Let's get it. All right. That was Tyler Loyal. The bottom. Man, that should have been featuring Frost. I know, right? That should have been. That was that was nice. I that know. Was nice. I know. That's that, not, that that definitely sounds like something I would be on. Yeah. And you know, it's crazy because the way YouTube, not YouTube, the way uh, what's the place? Spotify. Spotify. Yeah, the way Spotify do recommendations, they do it based on other music that you like listen to and other music that you have under like your liked stuff or whatever. Yeah. And my music is in my library, of course. Right, right, right. So they find me other music that sound like shit that I would make. Wow. So that's crazy. which is why I like their recommendations. Be like, hmm, I do like this. Right, right, right. That's not like something I'll kill. I'll yeah. body that. Right, right, right. <laughs> that's so, what's up, man. That's what's up. But yeah, that was that was the music. So make sure y'all go to SoundCloud to hear it. Yeah. If you're on Facebook, suck to be you. Mm. If you're on YouTube you know, we we getting better. Maybe we'll find a way to play music on YouTube. Maybe. Eventually. Eventually. Uh, you got a building block for us? Building blocks, man. Building blocks. Building blocks. I'm, I'm For some reason, I've been on this patience thing, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is my favorite verse in the Bible. Uh, Weeping endures through the night, but joy comes in the morning. Weeping endures through the night, but joy comes in the morning. Just have patience. I like that. That's all I got, man. That's all I got. I've been on this patience thing for a minute. Maybe, maybe it's because I've been hating my job. Like <laughs> for the past like three weeks, I've been like wanting to quit. Like I, I legit checked my four hundred one k. Like, can I take out half of this? Like, <laughs> I legit, like no lie. I came over and told my girlfriend, like, yeah, I looked at my four hundred one k. I got X amount in there. I can only take out up to like forty percent, but that's all I really need. Like, <laughs> like, like I was, I was, I was beta testing the idea, like how yeah. she feel about me doing it, but she, she went past that. Yeah. So she said know. she did that stuff once already, nigga. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. nah, but yeah, that's it, man. Thank, thank y'all for listening. Thank you. you no, no, that was it. I was saying, yeah, thank you for listening. Um, yeah. like I said, we want to get that YouTube up to fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred. We need subs, and said so we got ah, we got some exclusive content. Yes. Get loaded up to the YouTube. So we want y'all to go over there and check it out. It's going to be great. Yes, like I yes, said, yes. me and Bobby, 2K21 challenge. Yeah, I don't play 2K, so yeah. you definitely got to put the, put the robots on. Yeah, we're going to put it. the robots on. Let them, <laughs> let them play it out. But we're going to see who got the better team, and I'm sure it's mine. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Leave y'all comments. Let, me, let us know who y'all think win. Yeah. All right. All right, that's it. All right, man. man. That was episode six. I don't know, whatever one. You, they'll, they'll know when the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Thank y'all for hanging out with us. We ran a little long, but it's all good, yeah. man. Appreciate y'all so much. Take it easy. All right, peace. Peace.